0: Welcome to the Lisa Fisher Said Podcast. I'm Lisa Fisher, a longtime broadcaster and journalist in Arkansas, who's been in front of a microphone or a camera since the 1980s. I think of myself as the queen of Arkansas media. For this episode, I have Chris Gibson, a skincare authority with more than 30 years of telling men and mainly women the tricks of the trade. We tackle everything from mole removal at home, yes, that's what I said, to acne-free in three days, which is his book. You'll get to meet him right after this. Hey, friends. I am so excited to introduce you to a new sponsor of the Lisa Fisher Said Podcast and a fairly new business in Central Arkansas. And central Arkansas, diners have been ready for Jess's Chicken. Yeah, Jess's Chicken there. And that was the old Kmart parking lot, remember, shopping center. Now there's Premier Gastroenterology right there on Rodney Perum. And this is the business run by the bubbises the same people who bring you David's Burgers, the same people who've been in the restaurant business a long time, they know customer service. They know outstanding products. And they did it this time with Jess's chicken. If it's chicken you want, they've got it. The savory or sweet chicken salad, the kids' chicken nuggets that you can get, the snack combo. I'm looking on their website right now. You can download the menu, see what I'm talking about. And those of us who are particular about what we eat, the chicken salads are gluten-free, just had one. I had the savory, but I'm going back for the sweet. The nuggets and the breaded chicken sammies, all dairy-free and egg-free. Those are things you need to know if you're looking for what's perfect for your family to eat. You will love eating at Jess's Chicken. You'll love knowing you're helping a central Arkansas family and the families who have their kids working there. And you know that it is five out of five stars from Lisa Fisher at Lisa Fisher Said. Find out more by going to their website, Jess'sChicken.com. She won most talkative in high school, and she has been running her mouth ever since. Welcome to the Lisa Fisher Said Podcast with your host, Lisa Fisher. Okay, I love the name Chris Gibson, but I'm going to have to start with what got you interested in skincare and all the things.
1: Well, like a lot of stuff that happens with people that ends up guiding them through their life, I had issues with skin when I was young, so... Started off with acne breakouts at 11, family history of that, so to avoid scarring, they whisked me off to the dermatologist right away. None of that stuff worked. <laughs> oh, poor dermatologist. So yeah, I had really good dermatology uh, experts, but nothing we threw at it would work. So it got worse as I got older instead of better, and um, long story short, I went in my early twenties to a really expensive dermatologist in Dallas, where where I'm originally from and where I was living. And, um, they gave me the same prescription for the stuff I'd had before. (laughs) So I just paid the bill, threw that in the garbage on the way out and decided I had figured this out on my own. Now this is in the eighties. So, you know, there's no internet to look stuff up. So I had to do a lot of reading. Uh, I had to visit Herbal shops, there was no vitamin shop, no GNC. That was not a popular thing. So in the back of these, you got strip malls. There would always be that herbalist back there, the lady, but people wrapped in with occult stuff. Right. (laughs) Uh, But she taught me about fasting and cleansings and detoxification and herbs that would help. And so I started taking some herbal teas that actually made – made it a little bit worse. So I, right away I made the connection that something I was doing in my diet was triggering this. that's, that's really where I first got that notion um, ended up having went on a fast, took sugar, took took a food vacation for three days and the acne went away like away. And I'm like, how is that possible? So you know I learned about probiotics, again, long story short, I figured it out on my own. So, of course, that was a big deal in my family. I had cousins, and, and for a number of years, when people would come to me, and I was very interested. Even though I had sort of a separate life in the corporate world, I was learning nutrition. I was studying uh, aesthetics. I was doing all of those things, um, which is what I truly loved. And in 2004, I decided to start writing business books to help businesses market online. And my business partner, who had been remote and his wife, met me and couldn't believe at the time I was 40. And when I told them the skincare story, they go, You need to write a book on that and tell that story. So we did. We put a little booklet out on um, since before Amazon, even wow. <laughs> selling ebooks and on ClickBank, which was where you <laughs> sold ebooks at the time. And the thing just took off overnight. It's literally one of those things where I put it out not thinking it was going to do any different than the other books that we had been putting out. Marketing it the same way, but it hit a nerve. And so, over about a year, I took questions from people and answered them from the nutritional and aesthetic perspective, not just my perspective of what I had been through, because everybody's story is a little different. And, uh, you know, we turned the ebook into a paperback. The paperback got picked up at a skincare forum in Toronto by a TV producer who had, had acne issues, was in her 40s brought me up there and put me on television in Canada and the rest is history the book took off sold over a million copies um it's this third printing i think And what's it the name doesn't of the book much anymore Acne free in 3 days <laughs> All righty I mean yeah. that tells it right and there I, Yeah and i did i did television shows for almost 4 years all of them. you can name one i've probably been on it <laughs> and uh because it was a holistic approach and the timing was the mid 2000s when MRSA – and all of the effects of too much antibiotic right. use was becoming very prevalent. Yes. So all this timing was right for what I was talking about, um, you know, before activity, uh, <laughs> right. yogurts and all of that stuff. Which is crap, so, a lot of uh, that, by the way. Yeah, yeah. You, nutrition, you really, probiotics really have to be supplemented. in a very it takes a lot of it to get enough of it where it needs to go. So, so yeah, so it, it – I was blessed in the timing of all of that. And then, um, you know, the recession happened in 2008 and nine, and that was a business busting. Um, and then my mom got sick, and you I had that period that we all, that everybody seems to go through in their life where your life's just upside down. That was upside down. Um, the book was ending the end of its shelf life as far as being something new. I didn't really want to write another book yet. My mom was sick. She passed away. I was like, where do I want to live? I don't know if I want to live up north in the cold anymore. Maybe I want to go back south. So I sold everything and moved to Florida don't blame you. <laughs> and sat on the beach for really three or four years working with just one-on-one clients. And then uh, in 2018, I felt the urge. Literally woke up one day and said, "You know, I need to revisit my YouTube channel and maybe I should do something with that because now I don't have to travel for TV, which was very hard. Um, and I could talk about what I want without being censored so much. And so I yeah. said, I'll give it a shot. Yeah. And I did. There was a good timing again, right? This is when the whole thing came out about the effect of sunscreen chemicals on ocean Preach. and marine life. Right. Yeah. So that was my <laughs> first video. I had TV clips on that channel. It's been there since 2010, but it went out and it did for a new YouTuber. It did really well. So, um, I started putting out really terrible content. (laughs) I had to unlearn television. I had been doing five and four and five minute segments so long, and YouTube is not TV. It is TV, but it's not TV. That's right. Um, And so as I got better, things got better. But it's when I started talking about when I made the shift from the effects of all of this for skin problems, which I still talk about holistic approaches, to anti aging, because now I'm almost 60, I'm 58. I've really walked this talk since I was in my early 20s. I look good. I feel good. My health is really, really good. Knock on wood. (laughs) Um, I'm not on any medication. So there are a lot of people who were paying attention. And when I gave my age, they went, You're a lie. Right. So that went to that whole thing on YouTube of, you know, oh, show us your driver's license, (laughs) your passport, give us all your personal information. We don't believe you. you know and i use the TV. i talked about my age in the tv clips i certainly wasn't going to put my driver's license on youtube i'm going to do that so that has kind of died down but it has allowed me to find a place on youtube that's unique because i'm a guy talking about skincare and holistic health over 50 where that particular channelship or market is mostly women in their 50s um and they do fashion and makeup and all of that so i really adore skincare and fitness and diet and supplementation. Um, and I review skincares. I've formulated two skincare lines in my lifetime. So I know ingredients very well, how they work, when to know if they are working or not, how much to spend on them. So it gives me a lot to talk about. Plus, we have all the new technology now, the red light devices, therapies that work very, very well for people in the home that can't even use skincare products. So not a um, – what's the word? not a, a loss to have conversations or topics. Um, but it's fun. It's good timing again for me. And um this way people get to grow. It's funny because some of the people following me on the acne stuff were in their 20s are now in their early 40s, late 30s, they're all back. Yeah. You know, they're like they're following me again. So it's it's been a real interest. They kind of grew up with me. Um, well for those listening so it's, it's nice
0: we will post this to my YouTube channel and I, I love your content on YouTube by the way um but for those listening and you're not watching you need to find it on YouTube because I would say people think you're about 33 or
1: 34 yeah 30 I still get carded <laughs> oh my god I get carded and 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 the thing is not all the time but if a person is if it's busy <laughs> and they really don't look really close um you know, I wear hats. It's Florida. Yeah. So I'm protecting my skin all the time, yeah. which takes a few years off when you wear the hat. But um, I get carded. That's And I get looked at at the airport when I'm going through TSA. They go, take your hat off. <laughs> take your glasses off. Oh, okay. That is you. So it's just, you know, it. it's not that I, I help people look younger, but I do help people look healthier. And so I don't want to look like I did when I was 20. I look at those pictures and go, oh, I don't want to be that lanky. Person with acne (laughs) again no so i try to keep the perspective even though i have to use that language because that's the skincare industry's language look younger take 20 years off blah 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 what it really is is helping people find a way to rejuvenate their skin so that it looks the way it should look at, at the age just because you get older doesn't mean your skin has to deteriorate you know it's sun damage is a lot of it Diet is another good portion of it, and uh, you know your your physical activity. we're always producing cells. so we're either producing healthier ones or not so healthier ones. That's right. <laughs> so you know, you can do a lot and can change a lot. and then I'm not against plastic surgery or procedures when it's time. So I tell people, you know, you get to a certain point where you're if you're really not happy with something, then an enhancement rather than a, a facelift necessary, but an enhancement, may make things better. And there, there are plastic surgeons in fact, I'm about to do a series with one that think that way, that you're not going to go in and they're going to fill you full of fillers and Botox and all that stuff. They really are mindful of everything you do has consequences. Um, if you start that stuff too early, you end up, we look at Madonna these days. Um, she's She's a little bit older than me. And that stuff has a time limit on how long it can help you out. So if you start too early, if you start in your 30s and 40s, Using those things, the effects you get later on in life that you would really like to see won't be there. So I, you know, I try to take all of that into account. Um, there are people that overdo it, just like people overdo fitness, diets, all of that stuff. But I try to be keep it real, as you know, if you've been watching on the channel. Um, you know, not everything works for everybody, right. including me. So I I talk about that. Well,
0: uh, you're approaching this in an inside-out approach. The fact that you were an early adopter to fasting, because I'm a five-year intermittent faster and a certified health coach, um it's my mantra now it's what i do it has turned back the hands of time for me it's turned back health conditions that i've eradicated oh it does but, but you were doing it when i at least have dr fung science and dr ken Berry because i'm a carnivore too and right. all these other things but you didn't have anybody people thought you were nuts i Chris. had edgar
1: casey i had edgar casey oh. <laughs> the sleeping prophet that's why i learned about fasting wow from the 1940s so um but it worked
0: how did you know, you know though? Then, like, how did you know to try it?
1: Intuitively, I had tried everything else and I had made that connection between my diet and the severeness of the breakouts. I, I, uh, when I was doing the herbal, I was doing Tahibo tea, which is a, a bark that is a very strong antioxidant. So it stirs a lot of stuff yeah. up first. Yeah. Um, uh, so I was taking Tivo and the skin got worse, and then it started to get better. And I remember going into the Circle K in Dallas, in that lovely 101 degree heat. Yes. <laughs> and getting a big, giant Coca Cola. Yeah, big gulp. Yes. A giant one. Like, yes, the 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 like the Seven Eleven big gulp. And I sat there, and I sat there. and I don't know if I was fooling with her. I don't know why, but I looked up in the rearview mirror, and the spots begin to get really red, really fast. So I had a really severe breakout from all the sugar um, hitting my bloodstream. So that's that's when I learned about yeast. That made that connection. Then the Edgar Casey stuff was about you know the food vacation, taking things out of your diet, um, and letting your body. They didn't the word back there, autophagy, but that's basically what you're doing. You're giving your body a chance to go. You know what? Let's get all the trash out of here. (laughs) That's it. And let's start rebuilding some healthier cells. So these days I can enjoy a piece of cake or a Coca-Cola if I want one. It's not a staple on my diet and I don't have reactions anymore because I've had such a long history now of you know, doing the colon cleanses when needed and doing the intermittent fasting. And I don't do the three-day solid fast much anymore. Intermittent fasting seems to work very well and it's tolerable on an ongoing basis. So rather than have these big detox sessions, I detox a little every day. Yeah. I do. So it's just easier on. I think it's easier on your system if you're sick, fasting. I have a, a, a an acquaintance in the YouTube world who just came out with his story. We've been watching this stage four cancer. Get your stuff in order. Chose not to do chemo. Chose not to do any of that. Went and did metabolic cancer treatments. Did the fasting, and the cancer ate itself and went away. And he's fine. He's fine. Um, and he's who, he's, who is he's that funny. person? He starts off, no. Uh, it's Owen. I can't even forget his last name. <laughs> Anytime I asked me a name, okay. I'm like, um, I can send it to you, but it's, it's, he's just now putting that out all on right. YouTube and it's great.
0: Yeah. Send it to me and we'll um, put
1: it up. We'll put it in the show it notes. Is, it'll probably come to me That's when we're okay. not talking about it. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's a, uh, it's quite a story because we've watched him go through that whole process and not get sicker, not lose all of his hair and not look emaciated because um, oh. he's like, I starve the cancer. He said, let me tell you, when it comes to fasting, you'll starve out the cancer before you starve. I totally believe that. Because the human body can go a long time without food. Cancer cannot. So he said, basically, right. metabolic cancer treatments are of the theory that when you eat, the cancer eats. You're feeding That's it. right. So when you're in autophagy, when you're in that session of that, the cancer still cells. The body's still going to destroy them, take the components it can reuse, and then, of course... You get, you get better. So I'm not a doctor. So, you know, I'm going to say I'm not prescribing that right. to people, but I'm just saying that the the cancer treatments now are headed away from the chemotherapy stuff. In and, our and world, trying to kill you. you go to
0: the cancer yes, treatment center world. near you and they're lined up at the door. So it's to each his own. And I, I certainly respect right. yeah, whatever no. someone do, you, chooses. You do
1: what you feel intuitively is going to work for you. People get cured through chemo all the time, it's just nice to see someone do something that's not so invasive love it. that is at the end. I love it. I mean, that's, you're either going to get in a study or you're going to die. So right. you, you're going to die doing chemo. We'll keep you along because he has kids. That's right. Um, and he made a different choice and it worked out very well for him. So it's a voice and an option that now will get more view more eyeballs yeah. on it and uh, I shared it out on Facebook because I just think it's an incredible it's story. It's very
0: inspiring. And
1: I know it's how honest it is because I watched it happen myself.
0: Yeah, it's very you
1: inspiring. Know, it's not something I heard, I saw it.
0: Okay, so. well let's talk about then um so insulin is both an enemy and an advocate. We have to have it to usher glucose to the cells. But we know that this insulin resistance and high circulating insulin causes things, well we know cancer, the connection to dementia. But what about skin conditions? So,
1: yeah, it degrades collagen and elastin fibers. Got it. Because when you have too much sugar and it can't be dealt with, it oxygenates and it, it becomes a, an actual toxin in your skin and your body. So, it actually degrades cell walls. So, what we know about about that's why we see so many poor skin health in people with diabetes. Yes. Is because their skin, it, they're, it's attacking your cells. Got it. So, too much sugar. It is not just sugar. I mean, insulin can be kicked off by other absolutely. You could spend all day on that, yeah. Uh, but if you're if you're exercising, and you know, I'm going to say intermittent fasting. That's what I do. Um, and you are making sure you get enough fluids and enough supplementation, like vitamin K2. You can really ward off a lot of skin aging. Skin aging is sort of like the last thing you've already got stuff going on internally when your skin begins to show you trouble. Um, because circulation, let's take that for for example. We know that a fitness program can make a lot of difference in insulin resistance, especially not being an athlete, but just Movement. twenty minutes of moderate right. activity every day can make a big difference. Um, that's going to get more oxygen, more nutrition to this actual skin cells that have to come from capillaries. Your major arteries don't feed your skin, your capillaries do. So if you've got shut down in your circulatory system, you know, a lot of people who when I was doing a lot of fitness training back in the day would have what we call the sting. So they would start the exercise programs and they would say, I would get I, my skin would itch, like it would get really yeah. red and stingy. So, that's all that oxygen and nutrients coming to the surface of your skin. Your capillaries are opening. And that's why you feel that flush and that sort of burning sensation in your skin is because things are opening up. So, I've seen people that had severe histories of drug use get off of those narcotics and into exercise programs and their skin completely changed. Oh, I believe that. Just, just from, just from increasing and improving their circulation, they were able to, to reverse a lot of that damage. So,
0: Okay. Well, you're living in God's country there in Florida where it's hot. Um, there's, there's freedom and there's sunlight, two things that motivate me. So yeah. I, like you got rid of all my sunscreen when that came out a few years ago. Um, I haven't used it since, but I have, and I'm getting my 20 minutes of vitamin D every day. I do morning sunlight and evening sunlight to set my circadian rhythms, my melatonin, but my skin still looks good. Then how come I'm not having the aging, the brown spots and all that, even though I'm out in the sun with no sunscreen for 20 minutes?
1: Because it's a low dose of UVA, oh, UVB light. Okay. So you take people up in the Northeast where I lived for 16 years, there is a, a lack of sun protection up there, I just, especially in the wintertime, and they're out in it all day, so their skin does get damaged because it's constantly exposed to UVA, UVB light. Okay. The body knows what to do with some of it. Your diet is helpful mm-hmm. if you have a healthy vegetarian, you don't have to be vegetarian, but sort of a Mediterranean bent in your diet with olive oil and lots of you know red vegetables. Your skin can handle the sunlight to a certain degree. I have to preach mineral sunscreen to people because they don't use anything and they're out in it all day. Got it. And then the damage that I work with on people are like people that laid out in the sun in okay. baby oil, live on the beach, mm-hmm. and don't protect their skin at all with hats or clothing or anything. So I'm not a fan of chemical sunscreens. I preach mineral and there are so many new versions of zinc oxide sunscreens right. that are really great. They absorb, they don't make you look greasy and white or, right. you know, they, they work for all skin tones. So it really depends on you, your health and your environment. Again, it's a little different for everyone. So, But most people that watch or listen to me are not nutritionists. They're not doing most of the things that I'm talking about on a consistent basis. So for those guys, I'm like, yeah, you probably should be wearing sunscreen or what you're doing is going to work. Got it. You're driving around, especially in the South.
0: Right. I'm in Little Rock. I know. are
1: UVBs? I understand.
0: But I also saw where one of the people I follow said, and Hyman has said it too, that industrial seed oils are so poisonous to us. Those people have a higher propensity for skin cancer and oxidative stress and, Sun damage, and that probably is it too. I, I am mostly meat based, but I do still have some things like avocados, av- av- avocado, yeah, oil, avocado oil, avocado is oil, huge, oil.
1: avocado, tomatoes, um, you know, anything that's high in vitamin A. The vitamin A is a really funny thing because it, if you have too much of it, it'll kill you, right? <laughs> but most people don't have enough, so that the trick with Americans. Um, since I'm one, I always say this, the trick with Americans is that people tend to do too much. Like if it's good for me, I'm going to do more. of. Right. We overdo it. And I'm like, no, <laughs> no. So don't take a bunch of vitamin A. Don't take a bunch of vitamin D. And now we have people taking too much vitamin D really? because, Oh, I'll just take more vitamin D in the supplement for them. Well, you know, that's, that's a, uh, a fatty vitamin. <laughs> yeah. So it's going to build up so you it can cause problems. So, I try to educate, educate, educate to the degree that I can. um, And then I try to back it up with what the science is saying, what the studies say, um, that, you know, what we see with that. So we know that taking vitamin K2 supplementation, which is typically hard for people to get the K2 version any other way and enough. um, And it's such an important nutrient because it helps your body move calcium around correctly, keeps it out of your arteries and calcification out of the brain. Keeps it in the bones. The K2 does that. The K2 does that. Okay.
0: So that's why vitamin D3 with K2 is what
1: you're looking for on the shelf. K2 is why, yes. Uh, Especially for women because of the osteoporosis issue. Um, They had my, it's funny, it's been known for a while. Uh, In 2000, before my mom passed away in 2011, in the 2000s, she had severe osteoporosis. They had her on the bone medications, but they also, had her on K2 with vitamin D3 because they were seeing even back then that the combination of Boniva at the time and that vitamin really made a difference in the point level in your bone scans. So it's like, I mean, we could see the improvement from just that nutritional that's added. I wasn't surprised, Yes, but you know, it's uh, so, so yeah, so it's good to go and get a blood test and know what you're short on. It's good to know because everybody's environment is different. That's right. Your toxicity in your environment is different. What you clean your house with, wash your clothes with, all this stuff has impact. So it's good to go and spend the hundred bucks to find out where am I nutritionally deficient in, especially minerals, is really where that will help you out. Magnesium, potassium, people. I have people who write me back and say, you know, I went and got that test and I was short magnesium or potassium. And we got that. The doctor helped me get that back on track. And I feel like a different human being. Oh, and I'm electrolytes like, yeah. and are amazing. I can't amazing. believe it's from mm-hmm. a, a mineral deficiency that they felt like crap all the time. Yeah. And I'm like going, yeah, For sure. it can kill you. <laughs> those electrolytes and those minerals, you, we're basically an electrical system. Yeah. And if they're not present, heartbeats get out of whack, all sorts of things go on. Well,
0: so. uh, then along that vein, are you doing the grounding and the earthing and you're um, walking outside with no socks or shoes on? All the
1: time. I've done that my whole life. You were weird <laughs> before it was cool. I'm a weirdo. <laughs> yes, I have. In fact, when I moved into this house, I lived on the beach for six years, seven years here. And then I finally got enough of that. <laughs> you know, Enough of and moved, perfection. Right? Enough of being on the beach with all the tr- tourists oh, and all that true. stuff. It's lovely when it's off season, but yeah. then, you know, I... For me, life's been chapters. like I lived in Texas and then I moved to, to Tennessee for a while. then I moved to Pennsylvania and did the Northeast for I did you know all of the Northish, North New England states, loved it. then I got tired of that. now I'm here. so I have, of course I did the beach <laughs> you know um, But then it gets to a point where what I what I needed out of it uh, I got. So when it got to the point where I was out there all the time and not even walking out on the beach, I'm like, okay, time to move because I don't need that anymore. So I guess next for me will be mountains of some kind. I'm not sure. Who knows? The west is Uh, beautiful. But yeah, I go wherever I feel the whatever feeds me. But I've done that since I was a kid. But the the point I was saying, when I moved into this house, I took the things that had been in storage forever because I had a little on the beach I didn't have a big house I didn't want a big house anymore I've had books from the 80s on reflexology really that I learned that about that from Louise Hay um and so I was plugged in yeah I'm a baby I'm the Louise Hay you know Jack Canfield yeah that's my that's who was all prominent when I was um learning all of this stuff Edgar Casey. yeah all of that, all of that. And, and it was a little occultish on one side because of the law of attraction and, and all of that stuff. But the, the, the food science was on track because I did spiritual nutrition and the rainbow diet where I ate the different colors. Yep. I tried that for a few months, and it really helped me out health-wise. So I learned a lot that way because there was no internet to type anything I in. Know. It was trial and error. You know, you had to like, it's, you know, you got to give something 90 days. Now I've learned that. And that's still true. If you're doing a skincare product or an exercise or anything, you take a selfie, which we have the luxury of doing now, just like you can go get your health markers, yeah, your inflammation levels, all that checked, then go back in 90 days right. and do it again. And look at the difference if you've been consistent.
0: All right, let's get something straight. I've been talking about Acles Carpet One for some time. And those of you in Central Arkansas might've seen me in some of their ads because I believe in these people. These people have taken care of me. Now they are taking care of you. But let me tell you one other angle to Acles Carpet One that you may not know. The entire name is Acles Carpet One Floor and Home. And that means you can get carpet, of course, hardwood, vinyl, laminate, Ceramic tile. I'm thinking of all the things. There's the LVT, but people, did you know they've got cabinets? They have area rugs. They have remnants. They can help you with that project at home. It could be small, it could be large, but this is what they do every day. They've been in this business a long time and can get you the best deal. I hear that time and time again from people who say, I shop the big box store. And then I came back to Akel's Carpet One. You do the same thing. Check them out online, one.com
1: I think to two things that I have, um, and it's funny because it used to be pointed out to me, my girlfriend's uh, mother used to point this two things out about me, but it's really true. I'm very disciplined and I'm very consistent.
0: Well, there you go.
1: In when it comes to this stuff. Yeah. So I'm not one of these people to test out a, a product for a week and go, Pfft, you know, it doesn't work, uh, especially when it comes to light therapies. These new technologies, they do well, work. Well, let's talk about that. Are you
0: loving the red light?
1: Oh, yeah. Red light therapy, The a good red light therapy device, or radio frequency device, both and electromagnetic stimulation, which are things that have been around for a long time um, in the sports world really can make a difference. That's how they, you know, I tell people that's how we saw speed healing with people in football. Um, they would get an injury. that would take a person out for two years, if not for life. And suddenly right. they're back on the field in six to eight weeks. Huh. Well, they were using thera- these red light therapies, blue light therapies, radio frequency, ultrasounds to stimulate the mitochondria and the cell re- you know, repair. And now we have stem cell um, technology that's coming in on top of that. And I keep telling everyone what you're going to see, in my opinion, is that your skincare routines, your health routines are going to be Physically driven by these devices and your own, you know, physical fitness and your skincare products are going to become your secondary layer where it's flipped right now. Everybody thinks of creams and potions and right. you know There's nothing wrong with them. There are a lot of great ingredients out there that are very good. Um, the trick is to figuring out what's good for you. So that's why estheticians are really important. Dermatologists, when you need one, is really important. If you've got something going on, you can't figure out, you need to know what it is. Go to the doctor. Um, because skin cancer is one of those things you can catch early if you're paying attention. Now with and, your light and, uh, blue
0: eyes living in Florida, have you had any precancerous anything? What do you think you attribute yep. that to then? Good diet? Uh,
1: the same thing. I think, I think all of that stuff tar- is easier to get triggered when you have a toxic yeah. system. Yeah. Um, and I don't typically have that. I'm um, not to say that could never happen. I understand. Uh, but you know, it's, my genealogy is very weird which I guess is probably benefiting me too. I do, I do talk a little bit about genetics In that I learned I have, let's just say that my ancestors got around. Okay. <laughs> All right. So I have a little bit of Viking. I yeah. have sub-Saharan African. I have, I don't think I don't have as American Indian. So I don't have any of that, which is, is kind of surprising, but um, you know, I have a lot of, I have a, I have that mix and even some Asian okay. history in there. So I'm like, wow, okay. So my family, my apparently the travel bug is old <laughs> because they because they they uh, migrated a lot. The people that my my ancestry were people that migrated a lot. I mean, we're talking from Asia to Africa to the UK mm-hmm. to you know, Nordic countries mm-hmm. and then across to the US into Chicago and then into Mississippi, which is a really weird divergent thing, but apparently from what I've learned, that was pretty typical back then. The middle of the country didn't have a lot to offer, right. so you either went that way or you went south. Mm-hmm. So, um, especially after Reconstruction, so it's an interesting. I wonder, and I think as we go along, they're gonna they're cracking a lot of this code um, with the genetics. I think we'll learn. I'll learn even more interesting things. Um, you know the the what I tell people today is we have a double edged sword, and then we have a medical community which is amazing they're coming up with amazing things um i love tony robbins new book on longevity it's really really good um but at the same token we are diluting uh, i hesitate to say this but it's really true in the species we're diluting natural selection so in the history if you study all of this health stuff how diseases were eradicated is people died from them and the people that were immune to them or had strength against them survived. That's just how it was. But now we have people who survive um, with all kinds of crazy stuff. So it's super important to take care of yourself. uh, And that's what you see in the, in the genetic codes is you may have a disposition for certain things because those things are now carried forward. Nothing wrong with that. It's just you need to be aware. So I think it's good to know your your genetic predispositions to certain things. You keep an eye on them, uh, especially when it comes to eye health. Um, for a lot of uh, Anglo people, mm-hmm. white people, mm-hmm. eyes are a big deal. You know, macular degeneration mm-hmm. very common. So making sure you keep those supplements and keeping your diet where it's eye healthy is very important. A lot of people go, I didn't. You never talk about eyes. Well, if you do the other stuff I'm talking about, you're taking care of your eyes. But um, Yeah, you can't. And I think that's what we see. You know, I think that's what we saw at the pandemic. The people that had the weak systems really suffered with that. I mean, I caught it twice and it was basically a cold for me.
0: Well, you know what? That now Uh, study has just come out that people who do intermittent fasting had an easier time with COVID. Again, autophagy for the win.
1: Yeah, it does. It really does make a big difference. And, and I'm sure the people that listen to you already know this. What I always say when I explain is basically your cells take the trash out. That's it. They know Taking the trash They out. they consume and break down cells that are diseased and damaged. You pass oh the the contents of the cells are passed you know just like food is, and the good parts of the cells are kept to rebuild new cells, and they're stronger yeah. because the cells have consciousness. They know at the cellular level what caused the problem so when they build back a stronger cell you're less likely to get sick again so a lot of people don't you know they think oh it's just fasting and you're losing fat well you you burn a little fat but it's really not that it's a very very important process in the body and and it's you know we evolved with it we didn't eat all the time day and night (laughs) you know so Autophagy happened more naturally back when we were chasing things. That's right. Um, yeah, so did fitness. <laughs>
0: That's right. And we were moving. But, you know. We we weren't on a yeah, treadmill. We were moving and we were we, moving. And
1: we didn't eat every day. There weren't snacks in the hut. That, <laughs> none. Doritos in the hut. That's
0: right. So So what do you do so, for a treat uh, actually, if you
1: want a treat? I have what I want when I want it. I really want something super sweet. Um I have, you know, I love honey. I like uh, stevia. I, I like plant-based sweeteners. But if, if I want something bad, you know this is the first summer. It's funny you asked that question because I was talking to somebody. I have my whole life loved ice cream. And ice cream is a hard – you can't eat a lot of it, or I can't. So I, I've tried the new stuff, the soy, but you know, the almond milk. I've tried the new it's, – it's all okay. Uh, this is the first summer I haven't had any ice cream. Really? I haven't. I haven't wanted it haven't for wanted whatever it. reason.
0: So there's something you know? in your diet fulfilling you that you're not out yeah.
1: seeking. Yeah. Yeah. So I. But I eat. Um, I like dates. Yeah. I, I. I. have fruit. I have a banana almost oh, every you're day. In Florida I too. Have red. Yeah. Really I'm, good fruit.
0: Uh, really good fruit.
1: In Florida. Yeah. Uh, red grapefruits are one of my favorites. Yeah. Avocado. Um, again, I'll eat some dried fruits that aren't soup that aren't pre sweetened. Um, but I just. I, I haven't i haven't really wanted it I love watermelons so sometimes I'll have that but it's actually not as bad for you as people think you know they uh, half you know i think it's a cup a cup of watermelon 10 grams of sugar it's the same as other fruit yeah and if you eat a whole watermelon that might be a problem right but but be a problem? you know it's very hydrating um I'm really big on staying hydrated like pomegranates yeah I'm a weirdo.
0: I love those things. Okay. Let's talk about on your uh, social media, on your YouTube, you have like these topics, Chris, that you tackle. You say to do this, this, and we're going to go through them now. And you're going to kind of give us the the reader's digest. How do you uh, remove a mole? You
1: do a mole removal video. You know that, let me tell you, that thing is something I learned when I was learning about the fast, you know, yeah. all the fasting, the apple, your Casey stuff. And I had been doing landscaping way, way back then. People, when I tell that story, they go, wow. Well, I'm like, I'm almost 60. You know, that's a lifetime of different things. I've made bricks for a living too <laughs> when I was in college. So, you know, we all do what we had to do, right? But I had um, a wart on my hand I could not get rid of. And I went to a doctor's appointment with my mother for something. I don't remember. what she had done. Um and they offered to freeze it for me yeah. cuz i was complaining mm-hmm. and i thought well freezing it that's that makes sense cuz it's a virus so you right. know um, so they froze it and it hurt like hell oh my god it turned black oh it was the ugliest thing you ever saw you know, killed all the skin around it wherever that yeah. went it killed the skin didn't leave a scar which is amazing it finally went away and then it came back right the same one I went. how is that possible so in reading the edgar casey material because i like to be transparent about this he talked about using castor oil and baking soda to stop the virus it kills it changes the ph in the dead skin around the virus and stops it from replicating um so i tried it and guess what it worked so one of the videos i made early on because i didn't know what i wanted the channel to focus on was all the holistic stuff that I knew. So I basically was taking what I had talked about for years for acne and all of these other issues and did a video on it and it did it's got over a million views. It does it's still very popular. People come back it worked for them. Apple cider vinegar, same thing will help with those. Yeah. Just applying it to the wart uh, or the mole. Now moles, I do say people need to get those checked. You know, a regular mole you've had your whole life if it's in the, or a skin tag that's bothering you on your uh-huh in your belt area or something, you're not going to get cancer from a mole that you treat with that. But if you have a mole that's acting up and that's why you're wanting to treat it or it's changing colors, you need to go have that looked at because that's not the same thing we're talking about. Um, But it works. So I did that video and I have somebody taking my long-term long form videos and making shorts out of them because you do short videos on YouTube and on TikTok, which I'm on as well. Video did extremely well, like three hundred thousand views, and boy, did it stir stuff up! Because on TikTok, and I agree, there's a there are a lot of things on TikTok that are just crazy, very that people crazy, tell right. people to do, very crazy. So I had to. I finally just turned the comments off on it. So smart! Uh, most of it was really good, but there were those people that were tagging every doctor known to man, lawyers, trying to get somebody to call me out. <laughs> right. and, well, no lawyers, but trying to get to call me out on yep. on this, and of course, I put. The links to this, there's studies, and 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 thankfully, Doctor Mike, who's really big on um, YouTube, has talked about, you know, like warts and duct tape. It does work. Yes, I've heard. You know, he would prefer you go to a doctor, but you know, if you're going to do it yourself, it does work. You starving the virus of oxygen, uh, basically of, of of what makes the virus replicate, and that's why it goes away. So freezing it didn't work for me. It didn't go deep enough, but that pH change in my skin was enough to get all the way down to where the root of that wart had taken place. And, and I've never – I haven't ever had any more since then either. Fascinating. But no, I don't have a very al- alkaline system now. So I love it. Um, so, yeah. So, yeah, that was a big one, the the wart video. I thought forever I'm going to be known as the wart you guy. You are the, the wart Then I thought I'll be known as the acne guy on YouTube. That's right. That's who you are. Because <laughs> those were the videos that were so big. But now it's the the guy who's – he's how old? That's who I am That's now. That's great. How old? That's great. So.
0: Now, uh, milia, you also talk about that, which is the little white bumps yep. you get sometimes in the back of your arm, or you might get them on your face. Yeah. How do you remove them? Babies
1: those? get them a lot well, yeah, babies when they're them. young. It's keratin deposits under, what happens is a, a tiny teensy skin cell that's dead gets trapped under the very surface skin layer, and keratin begins to attach to it from your oil okay. that you produce, your sebum. And it grows and it makes a little seed. It's not a pimple. It sits on the surface of the skin. Um, again, infants get them a lot, a lot of times right. because the uh, the diet's so rich, the milk diet. There's a lot of, of nutrients they need, and they form, but they go away on their own. So, as an esthetician, I cannot tell people that they should do anything. You know, the needle to move them with a the needle is the easiest way to do it, but. Estheticians can't perform that because it, pin- it pierces the skin. So you have to go to a dermatologist to do that. Or you have to do it yourself. <laughs> There's no law says you can't do it yourself. Right. I just can't do it for you. So the easiest way to deal with them is to look at your makeup and skincare products and make sure they do not have petroleum or mineral oil in them because a lot of people that use products that are heavy in the in the petroleum oil that sticks to that little tiny skin cell and makes it get stuck. Got it. So cosmetics can create them. Um, you know, a diet heavy in the wrong kind of fats. Right. Cholesterol, uh, high cholesterol can, can create them. I tell me glycolic acid or lactic acid serums help thin out that layer of skin that's right over the top. And eventually they usually will go away on their own. Um, you can remove them with a the needle by piercing You know, sterilizing the needle and the skin, and piercing that skin. You don't push them out. You just pierce that piece of skin that's over the actual melia, and usually it will come out on its own. Right. You know, people that'll be especially around the eyes. Please don't use needles around your eyes. Um, But those serums will really help, and they will also help keep them from reforming. So, and some people are are predisposed to them just because of their chemistry. Yeah. So you really have to sort of play around with them, but they, they can be, of course, my dogs are now playing behind me. Sorry. Okay. I love it. That's <laughs> why so I keep turning around. Um, so, so yeah, it really is kind of looking at where they are and be, you know, it's easier to remove them. You can use a scrub a lot of times if they're somewhere on the body, but it really is thinning out that very thin layer of surface skin holding them in. That's why they, they sit on the skin and they sort of look weird. And have that kind of color.
0: Then what you're feeling, you mentioned glycolic acid, uh, what you're feeling on the whole retinol vibe.
1: Um, retinol's well, it's gotten better. Um, retin- retinoic acid, let's start there. Retinoic acid is what the mechanism is your skin uses to help boost production of collagen, also help strengthen fiber, you know, the fibroblasts, all of that. It also can help um, dislodge and remove precancerous skin cells. That's all been proven okay. scientifically in people. The issue with it is, is that it goes through a chemical conversion on the skin. So if you're using tretinoin, which is a prescription strength, or regular retinol.
0: Re- so retin-A, go, retin- or yeah, retin- over a. the You've got
1: to go from, on your skin, it's got to go from retin-A or retinol to retinol to hide to retinoic acid. And it's that conversion process on the skin that creates a lot of the irritation people notice because your skin's going, what is going on? Anytime there's something on your skin that's going through a chemical process, skin doesn't like it. So it's an acclimation period. The good news is if you cannot tolerate it, there are alternatives. You can get retinol to hide serums now. Maylove is a brand that makes one which cuts out that conversion and goes right to retinoic acid and it's very mild. It just really helps your skin heal itself much better when it's used correctly um if you still have problems with retinols then again you can use like bakuchiol which is a herbal oil that does similar things but it is not a vitamin a derivative so there are alternatives um it does. It, it's very helpful. I know people that have been using Retin-A without a problem since they were in their 20s because it came out when I was in my 20s yeah. and their skin looks fabulous. The issue they have is I used it on my face and nowhere else. So now my chest and my neck look like right. a mummy's right. and my face looks amazing. Yeah. Um, the good news is there's something called encapsulated retinol. And encapsulated retinol is retinol that's it's um, combined with something like shea butter Something to help slow down that okay. conversion process so that you get the benefits about the irritation. Even body, <clears throat> excuse me, even body lotions, over-the-counter uh, preparations like Cerave, they have them that are very much—they're more mild, uh, but can give you the same benefits over time. You know, there, there's a lot of conjecture about, you know, should you use it when you're pregnant, and there are a lot of things because it's vitamin A. If you're using retinol products properly, even prescription strength. They should not cause you a problem. Again, what we find issues is people go, oh, more is better. So instead of using retinol once a day, I'm using it twice a day. Or I'm using much. my prescription strength. And you should use it at night, not during the day. Because sunlight, the minute it hits that retinoic acid, oh. is destroyed. So basically you get a little bit of benefit in the morning. can make your skin more sensitive to sunlight. So it's better to use it at night. It's sort of like your night. Because you know our body goes through that same repair cycle, for our skin, as it does everything else. It's a rebuilding process, autophagy. All of that right. happens when we sleep. That's right. So that gives the retinoic acid because that's what you want. It's so a retinoic acid is completely natural. It's not going to cause any problems. But that conversion process that happens with especially prescription strength retin-A can be an issue for people, especially on the neck and chest where we need some care as well. So, yeah, it's... Uh, it, you know, it's not for everybody. You just have to know if you can tolerate it or not. But if you can't, there are other options. Like I said, with red light therapies are starting. They do similar things. Which red light therapy do to, you use? I have... Oh, which one don't, which have one don't you have? I have the LED red light therapy. That's the mask that I use for three minutes a day. And it's by Cure. I really like that company um, and their mask. I have the Lumo, which has a red light therapy it, this is made by a company that uses NASA technology, but it also has RF therapy and EMS, the muscle stimulation, electrical muscle stimulation in one device. So you use, I use it twice a week for about 15 minutes and I get my RF therapy. And This is stuff people were paying thousands of dollars to go to the certified salon right. and dermatologist's office to get done. Um so if you've had if you have sensitive skin to skincare products and you just can't tolerate them, even vitamin C, um, these red light therapies are worth it because it's a little bit of money up front, you know, it's anywhere from you know two, three, four, five hundred dollars. But this is a device that you're gonna use over and over again, um, that would be the cost of like one treatment. At a lot of places, I have a especially juve, especially radio frequency.
0: I have the big standout yeah. juve that we use yeah. for athletic injuries. Um, I have yeah, it a works. red-haired daughter and granddaughter that has um, eczema. I mean it. It's really amazing. So
1: yeah, those wavelengths. You know, we could do a whole show. Every, every wavelength has a different impact on the mitochondria. It gives it sort of a different instruction. So now they even have it where it's regrowing hair for people. Yes, that's right. And I think we're at the tip of the iceberg of that stuff.
0: I tell you the reason I noticed that is that I I use the red light therapy on my face. And then they say, if you turn around and use the back of your head, it will help with uh, cognitive issues and even dementia, like all these things of the brain, right? Well, my hairdresser was noticing that I was losing so much hair, but she said, you're growing so much hair right now. And I said, yeah, it sped up the, it did totally sped it up. You know, I could comb my floor every morning because of the hair I lose, but I am a thyroid patient, but I, I also, the cell turnover is so impressive with that. So mine's a Juve, a J O O V V light.
1: Yeah. I've heard of that one. Yes.
0: And I really, really like it.
1: Uh Yeah. I think, I think that, you know, it's like everything. This is a newer tech. It's not new in the sense that they've used it for, for sports injuries, deep sports injuries, yes. but it is new. The applications we have now. So I think we're still fine tuning a lot of that. But it's um, if you can't tolerate skincare products or you're having hair loss issues, um, even worse on alopecia, which is uh, not much does. So they're worth the investment to try them. Um, they work really, really well. There's a lot of clinical studies. Um, i like that that particular part of the industry has been very careful not to do dramatizations like skincare companies right. have where you know you see the before and after and it says in teeny, teeny tiny, tiny letters, teeny letters tiny. that dramatization if it says dramatization that is a filtered or retouched picture yeah that's what that means that's how the 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 fda will allow them to get away with that um but because of the NASA, ba- because of the backing of these particular technologies and that they came from the sports world, you don't see that kind of advertisement for them. You see, these this, it's going to take a while, and here's where we are at three months, six months, nine months. So, this is our long term investment in, the, in time, not a lot of time, just consistent time. And it can make a big difference for a lot of people. There are people that have had joint issues, that it have made um, all kinds of progress with, regeneration issues of tendons. Yeah. Um, it's, you know, it's Everybody sort of has...
0: Amazing therapy. Yeah.
1: And like you said, yeah, it is. It is, and it's non-invasive.
0: Right. That's a good thing. Okay. Let's talk about the skincare, because I'm the person that I love to go to the bougie salon or to Neiman's and the that... Whether it's La Mer or any of them, the more expensive it is. You got
1: the top one right off the yeah, bat, I didn't you, La And I, I,
0: I used, I mean, I, I could drink that stuff, but it's really, those aren't superior products, are they? Because I'm spending more?
1: Not necessarily. I think, I'll tell you what I what I see, and I, this is the first time I've said this, because it just, it just occurred to me, because I'm always bumping these up on the channel and saying, look, it's the ingredients... Not the brand and price. If you've got a formulation, you're paying $150 and you you like it, guess what? You're going to use it. And true. what I will say about the luxury products is the people that purchase this are way more consistent in their skincare That's a good point. than people who buy drugstore brands. That's a good point. And so I think that consistency is a big part of that. Now, there's also belief in a product because we know the mind can Placebo, really make a big yes. difference. yes. Yeah. And how something works. But uh, those formulations, like La they they are well done. I mean, they spend the money to get and they, they make the money and they spend good. the money to make they do. <laughs> and uh, they're going to use natural fragrance ingredients and yeah. not uh, synthetic. So I'm not saying they're they're bad. You know, J Lo's line is very good. It's oh, based yeah. on olive oil. Yeah, um, I tested it out. I liked it a lot. Can you get similar results and similar product ingredients through the drugstore brands? Yes, you can. The, t- the thing you have to be a little careful of is you want to look for things like fragrance and other ingredients that you might not be, you know, like mineral oil and petroleum and wax and things like that. Now, if you're go- a lot of the big bigger companies, Estee Lauder, Olay, Neutrogena, have moved away from those type Good. of ingredients. Good. Um so much the Neutrogena Hydro Boost line with, with hyaluronic acid is excellent. They don't have one thing in their formulations that I have a negative Good. Feeling about. So if you have super dry skin, that's a really great product line. Um there's some issues with animal testing in other countries. None of the peop- none of these companies test on animals themselves. The problem is that if they sell in China or they sell overseas some of those countries will force test that product themselves on an animal. It's very rare to find an American company testing on animals in this country. Um, so there is some pressure there for them to, to, um, to not do that. But as they take some of the ingredients out of those products, I think we'll see less. I hopefully see less and less that. Um, so, you know, it's really, it's really where your budget is. You don't have to overspend on good skincare, but you have to be consistent. So, If you're going to, I'm just telling you, I know people, my, my godmother was like that. She had every high end when I was first, when I was doing the acne focus and I was taught the book and I wasn't doing the anti-aging stuff yet, her bathroom counter was full of this stuff, sudden change, I mean, all of these different products. And so I got to kind of play around with those back then, um, before I was talking about them now, but really and the other thing is, it doesn't matter what you pay for something, take that selfie. When you first start using it, patch test it to make sure you yeah. don't have any reaction to any of the ingredients because even uh, lavender, while I love it, is a really good skin. It messes with me, so I can't use it. I get a rash. So skin test, take the selfie. 30 days, take another selfie. 60 days, take another selfie. 90 days, take another one. And if your first and last picture do not look considerably different and you've been very consistent in that product's not doing anything for you. you, don't buy it anymore. Come to somebody like me on YouTube or you, you know, ask around uh what are Google, you know. Um you go to Inky Decoder, which is a website that takes all of these, all of these King brands, takes their products and breaks them down into what are the star components.
0: Yeah. What what's that, that, that
1: website? I N C I decoder. Okay.
0: Cause I do also and, uh, do ewg.org
1: Yeah, that's another good one. And then you can take the star components and go find other products that have those. You can Google dupes for. All right. If you just went dupes for in fact, there's a um, oh, I can't think of their name. There's a there is a group online, they have a blog. I think you may have to pay to be part of it. But anyway, they do dupes. That's what they do. They take really expensive products and they tell you which products match them as a dupe. Or if there isn't one. I love it, love it, love it. So so with a little bit of time, it's well worth the 30 minutes or an hour if you really care about improving your skin to kind of get your head around some of this. You don't have to know everything, but know that if you have sensitive skin, you don't want alcohol in your products, mineral oil in your products, or fragrance, okay. period.
0: Remember those you things. You don't want that. And remember yeah, that If you name. have really
1: dry skin... If you really have dry skin, you want products that have ceramides, which are those fatty alcohols and you know, fatty lipids that your skin needs to help build the lipid layer. And you want to look at your diet because a lot of times, if you include things like avocado and omega-3s in your diet, the lipid issue tends to go away. Um, skin can dry from the inside out, <laughs> believe it or oh, not. Very So it doesn't just have to be... A topical product
0: okay and on that chris gibson is your name i've got uh in the show notes we'll have links uh to your youtube and anything else we talked about we solve the problems of the world here we could do it again (laughs) because you're a problem solver and i thank you so much for being here
1: i know i enjoyed it i always enjoy talking about this
0: thanks for listening to the lisa fisher said podcast be sure to hit subscribe and download all the episodes and leave a review won't you The Lisa Fisher Said Podcast is produced by ClantonCreative.com.